0: you are listening to the order transmissions
1: special episode 23 and now here are Craig and Jeff So we're here, it's um, February 28th, 2015, a day after learning about that Leonard Nimoy died. And Jeff, we're here tonight to really just talk about Leonard Nimoy and what he meant to us and what he meant to our listeners. And we're really just gonna pay respects and tribute to uh, this this great human being who shared so much of himself with the world and... um it's really it's really been a, a a tough you know past day because he was such a part of our lives and you know i mean he was a part of our lives for i think before our lives were even lives you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i've talked about how star trek existed in my memory before i had memories so i think it it hit a lot of people really hard because leonard nimoy pretty much embraced everybody as his grandchild
0: yeah, no. Tough subject for me to talk about.
1: Yeah, know, well, and I, I know it's, you know, uh, in, in terms of Star Trek, I'm the Kirk guy, you're the Spock guy, and you've talked about how inspirational Leonard Nimoy was, or Spock was, in, you know, even leading to, you know, the line of work that you're in.
0: It's, like it's kind of double whammy for me, because, you know, I, I've lost two, and I hate to say I've lost, because, you know... You, you, these are, these are people that we don't really know uh, in our personal lives, but have had an effect on our personal lives. And, and over the last, uh, you know, year and, and change, I've lost Robin Williams, who is my favorite actor. And now Leonard Nimoy, whose character who that he's most famous for, Spock, had probably the biggest impact on my personal life of any fictional character that, that I've ever encountered. And uh, like you said, and you know, I. When I was a very young man, you know, as long as old as I can remember, I'm thinking back to like four or five years old here. And uh, I I remember my uncle showing me these Star Trek episodes on PBS here in in New Jersey when I was a very, very young kid. And uh, he used to babysit me when I was very little. My mother worked retail. So my uncle used to take care of me and. Uh, he used to sit me down in front of these Star Trek episodes, and you know, I was a little kid. I didn't really understand what was going on, but I I always thought that the Spock character was really cool. And as I grew older, I started to realize, you know, just how incredible that character was. And I and he really inspired me, you know, through his uh, his intelligence and and it, it always amazed me that he would be able to. Uh, work with any kind of electronic or computer system that he encountered and he would use that skill to save people's lives and I I always wanted to get into computers because of that and when I was very young I begged my parents to buy me a computer and I remember getting uh, Texas Instruments I think it was a uh, 99 slash 44a computer when I was really little with a cassette drive attached to it and I learned how to write basic programs at like six or seven years old. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I remember writing these programs that would just write my name on the screen 10 times. And and I remember thinking, like, I'm like Spock now. I can use a computer. And, you know, here I am, you know, 35 years later uh, with a career that's kind of centered around technology. And I think that, you know, I can't say that that, you know, I owe my entire history to Spock, but I think that my beginnings were definitely because of, you know, or inspired by Spock's character and and how how much I was fascinated by what he could do with computer systems.
1: Yeah, and I don't think your story is unique in the sense that, you know, there are a lot of people that were probably inspired to get into some kind of technology field um, based on Spock and Leonard Nimoy's work as the character. He was born on March 26, 1931, And he was an actor, a director, a poet, a singer, and a photographer. So really, um, a man of the arts.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And um, even outside of Star Trek, there were things that he did that I sort of was aware of, Um, I think of In Search Of, which is a really, really fun show that's kind of, time has kind of made it, kind of cheesy in the sense that it dealt with a lot of ideas that have either been disproven or, you know, really wild speculation, but his narration really made that show. And another movie that I really, really remember him from. And I really remember responding to was the 1970s version of invasion of the body snatchers and how scary that movie was for me. and, that really is my body snatcher's movie. It's not the one from the 50s. Um it's that one. And then I also think of like his music and, you know, the ballad of Bilbo Baggins and I know we've talked for a long time and I and I think we should do it sooner than later about doing our music episode of the Tricorder Transmissions.
0: We've talked about doing a music episode for a long time and uh, you know, a lot of the Trek actors had some musical careers and but one other thing that I wanted to mention about Leonard on a personal level, and, and I've seen this said and the, the outpouring of emotion on social media uh since yesterday, since we first learned of, of his passing has been got awe inspiring. I yeah. I've I don't recall seeing this level of posting on, on Facebook, Twitter, what have you, since I don't even know when. And and I you know, I think it's 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 a great thing and I think it's a great tribute to Leonard's life. But one of the things that it made me think about was why or what was the impact uh on, on so many people's lives. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, you know, for me it was you know, the computer thing was was a big impact. But another thing that really sticks out to me when I think about the spot character and how it had an impact on my life was that you you look at the character on the enterprise and he's the only non-human being on the enterprise in the original series the only non-human uh, you know crew member and you know he's got he had his struggles throughout the entire original series I mean you've seen many episodes where he struggled you know being that outcast and especially when uh, when when they some people suspected him of being a romulan spy and, and you know because he was so similar uh, you know, to the appearance of the Romulans, and I i think that for me, when, when I look at, at that character and the struggles that he went through, I remember, you know, I was always that nerd or the geek in school, and I always had trouble fitting in, and, uh, you know, I had a lot of tough times through elementary school and through middle school, uh, and uh, high school, it kind of lessened up for me, but I remember thinking to myself, you know, you know, I felt like I didn't fit in necessarily. And Spock was, you know, this, this character could do these things. And, and why why couldn't I do these things as a person? Why was it so important to me uh, to be accepted by everyone else and over the fact that my, you know, that I was succeeding, uh, you know, personally? I I don't know if it's making any sense and I, I apologize. You
1: no, know, you are. And I think that speaks overall to the effect that Star Trek in general has had on the world, because here was this primetime television show that was really made for the geeks or the nerds or the outcasts or the people that were different. And it was on Mm -hmm. primetime TV and and it's, it's coming up on 50 years of history and success. And it really has been a way to empower people, to unite people, I know over on the the unofficial Vegas Trek page yesterday um it really felt like we were all sharing something and yeah. it really is a special community and this has been a weird um or you know a weird death for me because when DeForest Kelly passed or James Duhan passed we weren't doing this show I'm not saying that we weren't Connected to Star Trek as much, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just wasn't as a part of my life as it is now. I mean, Star Trek is is a huge, huge part of my life at this moment, and it's it's always been a part of my life. But it, it's really been a, a, an emotional, uh, you know, day or so. It's and it's it's really been great that we have all these outlets to communicate with with each other. And share our feelings and share our thoughts and realize, you know, what we've lost.
0: Oh, ever since we've had this platform, we've been doing this for a little over a year now. I feel a different connection to Star Trek now than I did prior. And and, and, and this passing has, this has hit me um, in a different way than, than prior passings have. And, I you know, I felt this show has brought us closer to Star Trek, regardless of our prior attachments to the show.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I, I agree, agree completely. Um, and it's really going to be difficult moving forward because we were doing a show where we were able to talk about Leonard Nimoy knowing that he was still with us. And right. the next time we sit down to record a commentary track, we're going to be talking about somebody that's no longer with us. And I, I think those moments are going to be difficult
0: they are and the next episode that is coming up is mark of gideon and that is a very uh, cool episode for spock and i i have uh, i was telling you uh yesterday that uh i had written up a bunch of notes for this commentary coming up and a lot of the things that i had written were uh, around how cool spock was in this episode and uh, you know, he disobeys direct orders from Starfleet to save Captain Kirk on a hunch. Yeah. It was very weird, the timing of everything. And, you know, I had I had been writing up those notes mere hours before uh, those articles hit the internet. And it really, it, it hit me much harder because I had just been writing about how awesome the Spot character was for that episode.
1: Yeah, and he... The the other thing I think that, you know, really, uh, you know, made this impactful is Nimoy had sort of retired from the convention circuit, I think, back in 2011. But we got to see him in the two new Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. You know, the 2009 one and then Into Darkness. Right. And you can say what you want about those two movies, but... Those two movies now are going to take on a much oh yeah bigger level of importance Definitely. for for a lot of people because the, that's the last time that we get to see Spock played by Leonard Nimoy.
0: Absolutely right. I was just talking about this yesterday with friend of the show Steve, who we've mentioned many many times. I was just talking to him over instant messenger yesterday after we both learned of Leonard's passing and. That was something that he brought up to me is that now these two prior movies, these these two reboot movies, no matter what you think of them, have to take on a different meaning because Leonard is playing Spock in those movies. This is this is now none of the other original series characters are in those movies, only Spock Mm -hmm. and those movies become instantly more precious. To us as original series fans, because we get to see Leonard reprising that iconic role in those movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it, it's it's really amazing that he was at a place in his career uh, or in his life where he was willing to do those movies. Um, yep, and and he's had a, a different kind of relationship with Spock. Um, over over his life and over his career. And, um, you know, I think he finally made peace with what Spock was for him and what it did for his career and how it impacted his life. But he was really at a point where he didn't need to play Spock again. So I almost really think, or I'd like to think, that those movies he was making for us. I feel like he
0: he almost went through the same journey that Shatner did with the the his Kirk character and and we we all know that you know Shatner went through a period where he kind of threw a cast off the Star Trek universe and wasn't really happy with his with what he was portrayed in the eyes of the fans then he came back around but you know Leonard went through the same sort of feeling with with his books with the I'm not Spock and then I am Spock and I I feel like he really wanted to give us Though those brief moments of a reconnection with Spock with the 2009 reboot and the Into Darkness movies and you know I I really wish that uh, I could say thank you to him for that because you know those those two movies no regardless what you think of them is really nice to see the way that he portrayed Spock and how true to the
1: character he stayed
0: after all those years, because it was the last movie. It was like what, 1990, 1991 was star Trek six. Yeah.
1: Maybe 1990
0: even. Yeah. It was the the last time he played Spock with star Trek six. And, you know, here he is in 2009 and beyond. And he's still that character. And, you know, I, I, I'm so glad that we have these recent brief glimpses of Leonard as Spock, you know, those last couple of times. And, They're going to have to serve uh, for us, the fans, as our last glimpses of of the Spock character.
1: Yeah, we still will always have all of those great moments that we treasure from his performance as Spock and even things he did outside of Star Trek. And I don't have the tweet in front of me, but his final tweet was almost as perfect a final tweet as you can come up with. Oh, yeah something to the effect of life is like a garden. I I should actually pull it up. But it was basically about um, nothing can ever stay perfect, um, but on our memories it can be. Yep.
0: No, it's absolutely true.
1: And it was really just a a lot of people don't get an opportunity to make a final statement that is as impactful as they'd like it to be. Yeah. And it it really is, um, I don't know, what his health was like or how sudden it was. We know he was in the hospital and we were all, you know, keeping him in our thoughts or whatnot. So I don't know what, what his mindset was when he sent out that tweet, but it it, it really was a wonderful um, last message to us. And it also made it, I don't want to say stingless, but it made it stingless. It, it mm-hmm. you know, it it sort of let us know that it was going to be okay, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely right, and I, when I, I remember yesterday, you had sent me an instant message,
1: and I was actually
0: reading an article about this at the time you sent me the instant message, and I was in a state of uh, removal. I I didn't, it didn't process for me right away, and, you know, as the hours went on after, uh, you know, all of these things came in, I went to look at, now, what was his last tweet? When was he? Because I remember I, I've been following him for a long, long time. And I was like, something in my mind said, what was the last time he tweeted? And I looked and it was like four days prior. And that's when that tweet came up. And I said, wow, the the, the tweet is so perfect. And it the, the way that he put that line, that life is like a garden and you can't, it can't be perfect all the time. But you can remember it when it was great and when mm-hmm. it was a good thing. And when we look back at our own lives, I know that we're we're in our 40s, um, you know, you and me. And we look back and y- you think of great times and we think of bad times. And the good times stay good because we remember them that way. Yeah. And it's how we choose to look at things. It's how we choose to look at the past. And when we look at Leonard's life, I think you and I both and, and, and all other Trek fans are going to look at all of these great things that Leonard gave us and all of these great moments that he experienced as a spot character that we lived vicariously through him. And, you know, what, what a great way to be remembered. What, a, what a great way to leave an impact on the lives of millions of fans out there that have, that have watched you portray this character. And, what what greater gift to give to us than than all of these positive messages over the years and 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 we can continue to go back and watch these moments over and over and last night I I had had posted on Facebook that I was watching Star Trek six because I couldn't possibly bear to watch Wrath of Khan yeah and I have I'm looking at my Star Trek movies I'm thinking to myself what can I watch tonight that really showcases leonard but doesn't make me feel this again Uh and i was thinking you know what star trek six is a great choice because he's he's incredible in it and he's he's in this triumphant role where he's like a csi guy he's like figuring out you know what went wrong on the ship and he's rescuing kirk and mccoy at the same time it's like this is this is quintessential spock yeah I said, you know, this is the Spock that I love, and I'm I'm so glad that I get to sit down and watch him portray this character over and over and over again. And I I hope that everybody out there in our sorrow is able to really embrace the the greatness that he was and the what he's left for us.
1: Really well said, Jeff. And we actually reached out to the listeners, um, mm. and said if they wanted to share their thoughts with us to post them and we would share them uh, on this episode. So do you want to go ahead and, uh, and run through those Jeff? Absolutely.
0: So we, we've got a few responses here. The first one that, that I want to grab is the, the comment from our co-host of another podcast that we do. Uh, I, I don't know how many of you out there who listen to the show know that Craig and I are part of several other podcasts too. And one of them is uh Called the Slycast is this kind of a celebration of Sylvester Stallone's movie career, and we have a a third host on that show with us for every episode, and he's been a a great contributor, and we're very privileged to have him with us, and his name is Jeff Ferry.
1: Yeah, and actually he was on. An early tricorder transmission. Oh
0: episode, yeah, wasn't he, he was on our arena extended yeah. discussion episode talking about the Gorn.
1: Way back, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh god, this was a long time ago. And then mm-hmm. you know this was this that actually predates. Yeah, our Slycast show, but you know Jeff has been pretty close with us uh, for a long time now, and and he was amongst the first to respond to our call for for fan input, and he says that. Uh, I think the next time I watch Wrath of Khan is going to be tough. We always had a very clear view of the Spock character uh, and and he fought to keep true to it, that meaning Leonard. Uh, He always always fought to keep true to it and his portrayal of the character shaped how the subsequent Vulcans were portrayed and how Star Trek handled all non-human members of Starfleet. Now, something that that last line I think really resonates with me, his portrayal, Leonard's portrayal of the Spock character shaped all subsequent Vulcans. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely a hundred percent true. You know, his, his portrayal of Spock was not limited to the original series. The, the next gen,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: the movies, uh, Voyager. I mean, he, how much of Spock do you see in Tuvok?
1: I was just going to say that if, if you watch Voyager, Tuvok as great as uh, Tim Russ, Yep. Um, did as Tuvok, you don't have that performance without Leonard Nimoy's work.
0: Not at all. And and not only that, but look at Jolene Blaylock in Enterprise. Mm-hmm. 100% based on Spock. I mean, not that she's not a wonderful actress and the writing wasn't good, but still, all of those subsequent Vulcan performances were based on Spock. And even, even Sarek yeah. was based on Spock. Uh, or Leonard's portrayal of Spock. And, and he is the quintessential Vulcan. He's the genesis of Vulcans.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: great, great observation by Jeff Ferry. Thanks for bringing that up, man. And and uh, that that is a wonderful remembrance of Leonard and a, and a great point that, that I don't think either one of us had thought of.
1: No, no, not at all. Moving along, um, Neil Carpenter wrote, one of my biggest regrets is that I never met him in person. The irony of his death, famous for playing a character who represses his emotions, causing so many people to express theirs today, is truly touching, and uh, that's a wonderful message. And thank you for sharing that, Neil.
0: Oh, excellent, excellent. And my Facebook page has been absolutely full of it. And yeah, uh, one of our uh, one of our most fervent listeners uh, over over the last you know months and year that we've been doing this show was the next person to comment and Matt Walski who uh, Matt has been a, an incredible source of feedback for this show for a long, long time. And uh, Matt, we really, really appreciate you listening to the show and, 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 and lending uh, your words on our Facebook page for so long. And and so often his comment, and this is, this is amazing. Uh, He says Shatner may have been the star, but Nimoy was the symbol. That is incredible, an incredible mm-hmm. line, and wow! I I, I want to talk about that with you in a minute after I get done reading the rest of his his uh, his input. He also says I was lucky enough to meet him in 2009 and had a photo with him, our first ever convention, and we got to meet Leonard. And uh, good on you, mate! Uh, I wish that Craig and I were there with you. Yeah. Uh, it was for all of ten seconds. We can relate. Uh, but I can still remember him smiling warmly as I walked up to him, shook hands, and then had the picture. I remember wishing him well, and my wife was so overcome at seeing him, uh, she was in tears on two occasions. To quote a famous surgeon, who was also sadly missed, he's really not dead as long as we remember him. And, uh, you know, that is a line from the end of Star Trek too. And uh, thank you, Matt, for bringing that up. And thank you for sharing your experiences with Leonard with us. And that first line really resonates with me. And then, you know, Shatner, I'll repeat it again. Shatner may have been the star, but Nimoy was the symbol. And yeah. Wow. That yeah. resonates with me big time.
1: Yeah. And it's its not something I have ever really thought about. And it's, it's an incredible observation. I mean, if you look at these... Global pop culture icon, Superman or Batman or Zorro Mm -hmm. or Spider-Man. Yep. um, They're all identifiable. And I think for Star Trek, it really would be Spock.
0: I won't debate you on how fantastic a character Kirk was. And I absolutely adore Kirk and I love Shatner. But when you look back at the original series, the standout symbol has got to be Spock.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was one of the important spices that is this, you know, the, the soup that is Star Trek, Mm -hmm. um, every ingredient's important. Um, but some of the spices are really, really important. So, uh, yeah, just a a really, really great memory there, Matt. And I'm, I'm glad you got to meet him. And, and unfortunately, uh, that's something that, um, that we never got. So like, uh, like Jeff said, good on you, mate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, Next, I want to uh, cover Ken Mills' note. And I just got to say that we work with Ken on um, Zilch, the Monkeys podcast. And I also work with Ken on The Podkist And mm-hmm. Kiss is, a, a much like Star Trek, something that's been a part of my life for a long time. And Ken was even on our show on, um, I think, two occasions. He was on our Mirror Mirror episode. And he was on our A Piece of the Action um episode um so ken reached out to me yesterday and just told me anything we needed um he was there for us and yep. i really want to thank ken for that because as a fellow podcaster i think ken understands what we sort of go through to put these shows together yep and you know the amount of work that we put in um behind the scenes <laughs> i no. can't believe this. i'm getting emotional um
0: no, man. No, you're you're absolutely right, man. Listen, Ken. Ken's a wonderful human being, and I know that all of our listeners don't know Ken personally, but Ken Mills is a great, great guy. He's very, very caring. Uh, you know, he's really embraced the two of us. Uh, you know, ever since he's been on our show, and he he graciously offered to uh do a do a the monkey show with the two of us, and and include us. Uh, you know, as as true co-hosts, and and Ken, you know, I, I I'm I'm sure that you're gonna listen to this, and you're you're a wonderful wonderful guy, and and we really really appreciate you being on our show, and and having us on your show, and all of your support that you've offered to us, uh, you know, in Leonard's passing, because you know that, you you know how much we're gonna be affected by, it and you know, Ken. Has been doing the, the podcast show, which is a, a a podcast about the band Kiss for many, many years now. And and you know that if if a member of Kiss had passed on, he would probably be just as emotional as we are right now about Leonard's passing. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think this this one touched him. I mean, he wrote hashtag L.L.A.P. Yep. Celebrity deaths rarely mean much to me. I never met Leonard. But his portrayal, uh, his portrayal of Spock, meant so much to me. In fact, I wish I could be like him. The world <laughs> and the galaxy is out a great man. Yep. You know,
0: there's been so many emotional outpourings that I've read that that I've gotten really misty eyed about. Over the and, and it's 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 tough not to. It's really tough not to. And you know, Ken, that was a fantastic, fantastic tribute. And uh, obviously, you can tell by. Uh, by our reactions to what you said, that uh, it really hit home.
1: Yeah, and and thank you for that for for reaching out to us yesterday, Ken. And uh, it really helps show how connected we are are here in this in this community.
0: Absolutely, and and you know the the, the not only the Star Trek community but the podcasting community. And yeah, and, I, mean, I I don't want to hammer it into people's heads that these things take work to do, but you know podcasts are an a labor of love, and you know it is through our love of Star Trek that we are able to produce these shows, yeah. every single week, and and you know Ken really understands that, because he's been doing the same thing, and it it's been such a difficult day knowing that that Leonard is gone, and you know we we've not only been celebrating Star Trek the original series, but we've all been we've been celebrating Leonard's work. And his, his, the work that he's most remembered for, you know, the show lasted three seasons, but his work so far transcended those three years. And, you know, his portrayal of that character has elicited such a response from, you know, I was watching earlier today, there was a, a local newscast here in New Jersey. It was on, uh, the NBC station and uh, Lester Holt, who is the replacement for Brian Williams, Lester Holt uh, was read a, a, a brief excerpt and had a, a little report on the life of Leonard Nimoy. And I, I sat down and I was, I knew it was coming up, so I I DVR'd uh, that news broadcast to make sure that I didn't miss it. And it was very short, but it was wow, it was. Great to see Leonard's work mentioned on the daily news.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, you go back 50 years and look at all the shows that were on TV 50 years ago, and a lot of those shows might be known. People are aware of them, people remember them. Sure. But it's really, really rare for something to continue to have an impact that many years later and star trek is one of those things yep and it really speaks volumes about the quality of work that everybody did on that show Mm -hmm. so we have one last note from ian murray and ian is another um listener that reached out um on im yesterday on messenger he hit me up and we talked a little bit and um I want to thank you, Ian, for that. Um, it, was, it was good hearing from people yesterday. And uh, yeah, it was. He wrote, uh, We lost one of the greats today. Our favorite Vulcan, Leonard Nimoy, has passed on, and we feel a loss we can't describe. I truly believe Spock is the greatest character ever created for television. He was beyond cool. He was the Fonz of the 60s. I had a chance to meet Leonard at a poetry convention in the U.S. around 1989, but the funds didn't allow me to travel. I should have gone to the bank and got a loan. I'd, be, uh, I'd become a serious Trekkie at that point. Rest well, old friend. You led a rich life, making countless millions happy. You will not be forgotten. Your legend will only grow through the generations. Live long and prosper. Wow. All my hopes, Ian. Fantastic. And as we talk about poetry, I want to read one of his poems. Oh, great. Great. Right great. now called um, A Silence With You. And it's a short poem, and it reads, A silence with you is not a silence, but a moment rich with peace. Just some really beautiful words there. And his poetry um, is something I've just started to, to read. And it, it's really um, some, some, some beautiful work. And he has another one here called If Love Can Be. And it reads, If love can be withdrawn, it never was. My love for you is not a gift to you. It is a gift to me. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's great. You know, it, it's wonderful. You know, we, we, we know that Leonard played Mr. Spock, and we know that he had a, a musical career uh, during and after Star Trek, but I, I love the fact that we have these wonderful poems that give us such insight into Leonard as a person as opposed to the character of Spock, which we you know we usually perceive him as, but, you know, he was a human being. These poems are, are, are a great encapsulation of that.
1: Yeah, and I have one that I'd like to end the show with when we whenever we do end.
0: Oh, great. Well, I have... If you wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't it would indulge me, uh, I have one thing that I would like to bring up. Go for it. And, uh, you know, I've said on the show in the past that my favorite episode of the original series is Devil in the Dark. And when... Uh, when when I think about Leonard and Spock, that episode becomes even more uh, a favorite of mine because one of the moments that really resonates with me about that particular episode is that uh, there's a there's a moment where Kirk and Spock are separated, and uh, you know Kirk is, is in in communication with Spock and uh, he 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 tells spock that he's in a he's in the proximity of the monster or the horda and when when spock hears that news his whole demeanor changes and you can feel uh, you know you, you see this logical you know almost emotionless character you, you can feel the human side come through and you you he completely changes his tone to being uh, concerned with the welfare of his friend. And I love the fact that this Spock character can be that dynamic in such a rigid uh, definition. You know, he's, he's supposed to be this cold emotionless character who's ruled by logic, but because he has this uh, is half human side, you're allowed to see these wonderful uh, glimpses of his deep caring for his fellow crew members and his best friend, uh, Captain Kirk. And when he feels that Kirk is in uh, imminent danger of losing his own life, that he, he can put aside that logical, cold side and show this caring it's it's a great moment in that episode, and it's one of the reasons why it's my favorite original series episode. And I, I have a whole bunch more that I could talk about, but I I, I think that we're going to be doing yet another uh, tribute to Leonard later on. Yeah, and I, I want to save uh, some of some of my other observations until then. But that's something that really stands out to me, and it's. I wanted to just mention that was one of the reasons why it is my favorite. The fact that Leonard as Spock can outpour these emotions that transcend his own character's definition and it serves as a a great reminder of how we can all uh, be more than what people think we are.
1: Yeah, it's a a great observation and I think we all have moments like that and moments from the series that, that touch us in, in different ways. And that's what makes this series great. We've talked about what's made this series great before. And, you know, we're able now to sort of talk about why Spock was so great. And we've talked about that before, but um, tonight we were sort of forced to really, really drill down into that and explore that and celebrate it. And I really want to express how much our show means to me jeff the tricorder transmissions and we talked earlier about the appreciation that it's given us but uh this is something i look forward to every week and um it's become a huge part of my life and uh and i'm glad we're doing this
0: it it, to me this is incredible that we're able to sit down every week yeah and and talk about this stuff and 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 have other people listen in and, and talk back to us and I think that you know looking back on my own life this is one of the things that really is is a, is a, is a great wonderful thing and I'm so proud of what we've done and I'm I'm proud of what we continue to do and yeah uh, this is one of the moments where uh, it becomes difficult because uh, you know some a, a, a man that we talk about every single week uh, is no longer with us and you know, I know that neither one of us have a personal connection with him in the real world, but still, I know that people may have a hard time understanding a connection between a celebrity and a fan, but as a celebrity who has had an impact on my personal life, this has been a difficult thing to take in and and a difficult thing to process. And I wish that I could have thanked him Face to face, but I, I never had that chance, and it's uh, something that I will regret.
1: Yeah, um, but um, at least we have been able to share our thoughts and and pay tribute um, over the course of this show and and over the co- the course of yeah. our our discussion tonight. So uh, I'm not sure if there's if there's anything else you want to you want to talk.
0: Yeah, I, I think that I have a couple other things that I could mention, but I I know that we are going to be reaching out to some of our regular contributors uh to this show and 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 looking for uh some input from them so i i think that this will not be our only tribute to Leonard Nimoy i think there will be uh, possibly some more material maybe in the weeks to come and uh as we hear yeah. more from our regular uh, our show compatriots and Uh, I'm going to save some of my other thoughts until those other episodes come to pass. And, uh, but I think that we, you know, Craig and I we wanted to get this episode out. And, you know, I apologize to our listeners if, if this episode has felt a little disjointed and unplanned, because this is really, (laughs) this is me and Craig as we really are.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We just turned on the mics and, uh and went for it. Um, so we will be back next Sunday with a, a regular, um, commentary episode and we'll, we'll hopefully, uh, be back to our normal, um, cheery selves. Um, I can't say that this series moving forward won't hit the odd, uh, emotional moment here and then because the series, as I view mm-hmm. it is going to change for me now. Um, and I think Absolutely. it's going to change for a lot of people. So, but we, we are we are so close to finishing season three at this point. Um and we still have a lot more planned to do and I look forward to uh me too to doing that. So I guess um before we leave, I want to read okay. one last poem um called I May Not Be. And it reads, I may not be the fastest, I may not be the tallest or the strongest, I may not be the best or the brightest, but one thing I can do better than anyone else, that yeah. is to be me.
0: That's good. That's great. Yeah, now I'm getting kind of choked up myself.
1: <laughs> so, thanks Leonard for for all the years of entertainment you gave us and the lessons you taught us and helping make us feel like we all belong Absolutely. together on this yeah. planet. I, I
0: couldn't have said it much better than that. And, uh, you know, thank you Leonard for uh, you know, giving us the Spock character as you envision him and uh, thank you for encouraging myself and, and and so many other people to pursue uh, you know our lives dreams and and, and uh, you know getting into uh, technology and and uh, you know, I, I think that your portrayal of that character not, not only encouraged people to uh, strive for more for themselves and, and uh, you know and, and, and pursue uh, you know greater things, I think it also, really spoke a lot to people who were looking to be accepted and, and understand that, you know, other people's perception of you doesn't define you. Tim. And I think that's a wonderful, wonderful message. And it, it it's a very self affirming message in a, in a time where we're, uh, we're taught to uh, rely on what other people think of us to define our sense of self. And, um, you know, thank you. Thank you for that. And it, you know, I, I don't know what more to say, but, but, uh, you know, I wish that he could hear me say thank you.
1: Yeah. You, you said it perfectly, Jeff.
0: But, uh, yeah, thank you for everybody who's listened to the show and thank you to everybody who has contributed to this. And, uh, thank you to the guys who've contributed offline. Uh, you know, we have some regular listeners who we talk to on a regular basis who don't post on our Facebook, but, uh, I am us directly. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thank you to all of them as well. And this is a very difficult time, I think for all Star Trek fans out there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're all here to support each other.
1: Yeah. Just remember that we're, we're all here together and you're never truly alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. We'll, we'll, we'll be back on Wednesday with our, what are little songs made of episode number six. And, uh, You know, thank you for forgiving us for not having a regular commentary up this week. Uh, It would have been very difficult to record that. Yeah. And we'll be back next Sunday with, uh, with that regular episode.
1: Space. The final frontier. These are the continuing voyages of the Starship Enterprise, their ongoing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life forms and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone.